Welcome to another chapter of Talking Doom with Flambo. I'm your very own prophet of the drowned god, the Motherlode. This show is all about the world of Doom and C. Damon, their legacies, their lineage, and the people who keep that world turning. These are the players, the developers, the streamers, the influencers. It is the will of the drowned god Cathala that our communities band together in her cathedral to frag and give one another into oblivion for all eternity. Okay, welcome to the year 2020. Let's get this thing rolling. I don't want to talk for too long. Just first of all, thank you to all the Patreon supporters. You know who you are. I'll uh, shout you out next time, but for this one, let's just roll right on through with it. We are joined by AF Domains and Human Bones here on Talking Doom with Flambeau. It's been a while since we've done one of these, but we do want to uh, keep this going because I fucking love when we do these. And uh, that said, those of you who don't know, uh, AF Domains, uh, kind of formerly known as the Dark Messenger of IRC, he's a legend in the Doom community, specifically in the Z Damon community, and uh, really proud to finally have him on a podcast and have him uh, talk a little bit because we don't really often get to hear domains speak so i hope you enjoyed that we're also joined by human bones of the multiplayer doom federation he's been on the show before love him glad to have him back he's also the host of the new podcast doom is dead podcast with a question mark it's not actually dead we all know that but i hope you really enjoyed that show too man it's fucking awesome i've been shouting out for a while and i actually produce it so i got a little bit of skin in that game hope you go check that one out that said uh, this whole podcast is just us Discussing uh, 2019, the year of doom, kind of in retrospect, and the, the, the different accomplishments that we've made and the relationships we've built over the past year, and what our plans for 2020 are for Z Damon, for the MDF, and for the Keep. So, uh, hope you enjoy it. Uh, music this week is by Igrax Simon, obviously. Let's kick it off the new year right with an awesome new track from him. Go check him out on YouTube. But with no further delay, Here's AF Domains and Human Bones talking Doom with Flambo. We are joined here by Flambeau, Penis, um, Penis. Uh, and Human Bones. Multi-Penis. So, and I'm the Motherlode, obviously. Uh, let's just get started, man. We got, we're wrapping up 2019. I believe this will be either the last podcast of 2019 or the first of 2020. I'm not sure yet, but I'll check after the recording. Uh, that said, actually, I can check that right now. Let's yes, see. let's do that. This will be... The first podcast of 2020. So happy new year. Congratulations. Happy new year. Yes. Happy new year. Um, that said, we, we wanted to like do, I guess, Flambo, you said you wanted to do a year in review, like of everything that's happened in 2019 for the doom community and Z Damon and the MDF and everything. So uh, everything. Yes. Well, I was just looking back at what the 2019 bring for myself, but also indeed with Doom and multiplayer. 
And it turned out that it was a long list of things that happened this year. A long list of happy things, nice things, great things. So that came to me as a topic that I might want to discuss with you guys and talk about that. It was a long list and I lost yeah. them again, but... Let's start start off with like just the actual progress we've seen uh, in Zdaemon this year since we have domains. Like we just got uh, like an update just very recently. Like there's like the blood spatter update and like some other things that have just gone on throughout the year. Like what what's changed from when we started from the first podcast that we did? Uh, What's what's new now? Are you talking to me? I'm sorry. No, I'm I'm checking the list. Oh, he's like he's literally got a list. He's like, oh, hold on, let me let me consult the 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 holy Bible. No, because the lo- the last conversation that we had had was yeah. with me and Moose, but that was back in July, August. Yeah. That was just after the point oh nine release, and we are now talking about what's new, and that's the point ten release. So that one is mm-hmm. pretty recent. It was a Friday the thirteenth release, but by the way. So that was great because then we indeed with Friday the 13th and bad things. So we implemented the blood spatters online. Uh, yeah, but what changed? Not a lot of visual things had changed. Right. Gameplay wise, it's essentially stayed, it remained stable. That's, I guess, is what it really comes down to. Is like we haven't, we haven't managed to fuck up Z Damon in any way. Um, st- still pretty dependable in that regard. But what about like some of the more interesting things that we've seen happening? Like uh, the FCT shop was already out uh, when we last spoke, and feature-wise, I don't think anything's actually changed either that I'm aware of. No, it was indeed just uh, adding more, uh, for instance, ACS functions or more hexen, uh, hex, the uh, hacked functionalities. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's all in the background. But a lot of improvement and stability. Absolutely, that that was a lot of work for this year. As far as I'm involved with testing it and try to break it. Okay, well, I'll just lead the witness here. I think 2019 was like the the big transition was uh, Zenaben went from being in the shadows to again being uh, talked about and people using it regularly and talking about the fact that they use it. And MDF started running events on Zdaemon and a lot of cool things. Like it's, it's not just, I don't know. It's not just like what happened uh, in the game itself, but like culturally in the, the greater doom community, what has Zdaemon accomplished over the course of a year? And I think that's part of it. uh, For whatever reason. That's a big part. That's, that's where the most work has been done. And as you said, with MDF, if I go back to the first uh, months of this year, then, um, yeah, Bones Bones uh, invited me to the council of the MDF. Uh, MDF. He asked me, don't do that, my load. <laughs> no, Bones asked me if I want to be more involved in running, helping running things and trying to make a make the vision of MDF reality. Am I correct there, Bones? Yeah. I mean, the idea behind the MDF is to start where you are most comfortable or where people are most comfortable and build um, a player base. So that's kind of what we did when we started on Zandronum. But the idea behind it being that we would always eventually branch out into other ports. So that requires 
requires getting the attention of people from other ports like Flambeau. And he was super helpful um, trying to come up with things that we could run on ZDaemon and things, you know, that might interest people. So, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of all started with me. It's funny because I really didn't know Flambeau that well um, before this. But so he would PM me these things. And I really thought that he was just some innocent, not that you're you're not an innocent. Nice innocent. Guy, but, you know, I'm totally innocent. I was yeah. worried that. Uh, the personalities involved in online doom would really bother Flambeau because he was too nice. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's true. That, that's not yes. the case, you know? So it was kind of like, I, I invited him on the council sort of on a whim, like, yeah, we should, we should bring this guy. And everyone was like, are you sure that he'll be okay? And he'll fit in here. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Let's try. And it just, you know, it really worked out. So it, it did. That was magic. Yeah, so 2019, this... as far as Doom goes, was the year of Flambeau, basically. It's... No. Yeah, like Rise of the Flambeau. That's what this No, and now if you want to name it something, just name it the Rise of the Penis. Okay. Because there's not a community of Doom out there that doesn't know Penis. How many episodes do you want to record that are unreleasable? Would you like to like make, make it five? We're, or... we're going for, like, what, eight or nine now? Uh I think, uh, and that's true. <laughs> I think that's actually true, but no, we've we've done a lot. Like we got we got to get into the flow of this conversation. Like the fact of the matter is that like this has been for this community, especially the people in this chat right now talking. Like we we've gone from through a big transition. Uh, for instance, there's Doom is Dead podcast that's new. Uh, in the Keep started in 2019 as well. 2019 marked the you know this is really the year of Cathalo. We've we've done so much networking and expansion. And just brought a lot of people together in general, which was kind of my overarching mission. Not that I'm like some kind of grand mastermind behind this, but it is it is my intention to just get everyone connected and like end the bullshit and end the fucking, you know, there, there's been a lot of um, disagreements that I feel like have been resolved or at least bridged over the course of this mm-hmm. year. And yes. that's good. And I hope that it continues to have that trend into the next year of 2020. Like, for instance, man. Uh, we sat down with Brad Carney at QuakeCon, and I like I had to walk out and leave, and then I'm listening to the rest of the interview that I left Bones and uh, do to do, and it was like uh, I didn't realize the tension that was there until I went back and listened to it later. I was like, oh, oh, these guys were like making up in a way, like that was fucking crazy. We were also um, making out after you left the room. Yes, yeah, that's, that's the first I, thing that came in mind. I, I deleted that from the recording, actually. I, I did go ahead and just... Uh, I have a video of it. Um. <laughs> Ooh, okay, you later send it me to me, please. I would love to watch it. Fun yeah, fact I, about that, that night at QuakeCon, I was so drunk I didn't realize that we were in the same hotel room that we had left when we did that recording. Like, I didn't know, like, I, I thought, like, man, this hotel room looks pretty similar, but I guess they're all the same. Wow. It was the same room. <laughs> uh, I really missed something there. Yeah, Maybe one day I will come with you to there. Well, yeah, well, there's other cons. I got to make it out to the European cons, too, like TimCon, uh, we already talked about. It's in the Netherlands. I couldn't be more perfectly located. And then there's, like, QH land I intend to visit one day. But this is a Doom podcast, not a not a Quake podcast necessarily. So we'll keep the. Why we'll not? Keep the Everything is connected. 
We'll do we'll do Quake too. I'm not trying to separate the two. I'm just saying that like people tuning into a Talking Doom podcast probably want to hear about Doom and not me and my Quake exploits. No, it's more Talking Doom with Flambo, so people will come to hear me and they will be disappointed anyway. So anyway, uh, with that all that said, like we went on that long tangent there, but Bones, uh, what what was the inspiration with the MDF? Like, why did you guys start trying to expand into like different source ports and trying to be more open? I think we've explained this a bit before, like how you know it's yes. like it's, it shouldn't be about that, but like uh, um, what what came to you this year? What happened this year? Well, this year um, <clears throat> it really started to take on a life of its own. You know, we did our small events. Um, for a little while and then it just seemed like we kept amassing more and more players and so there was just an opportunity for us to branch out into other ports and try and get more people because that was kind of the goal like it still hasn't quite worked out the way that i want it to i'm not sure that it ever will in that you know it to be something that is run more or less by the players because i think a lot of people just want to play they don't want to run things um but it's intended to be a hub for all people to uh, come and get together and find games anywhere. So it made sense for us to branch out and try and get, you know, as many, um, <clears throat> as many different players as I could from all the different areas of doom and then, you know, see what comes from that. So I just think it was uh, par- partially probably good marketing um, by posting everywhere that I could find. And then also just the, I I really tried to put like a bunch of different people in, in positions to create their own tournaments and events and stuff like that. So it was really just about trying to get, you know, all these people to sort of meld together uh, to create something and come up with different ideas and things that I didn't think of. Um, And then we were actually really embraced. If you want to talk about Z Damon specifically, by the people that work on that port um they have all these things like for example there's a channel that i don't know uh you can post scores to really quickly from from a game um and all these little things that were intended to help us were were sort of given to us um really without question and it was super helpful so i mean to be you know to be embraced by a community like that is really cool. Um, so I think it, it just spoke to people wanting to work together um, and just kind of like, you know, leave the past in the past. Um, so it was cool. It was cool to see stuff like that start to happen. Um, I don't know if that answers your question or not, but no, it does. I mean, that, that really does kind of spell it all out. Is that it's almost more like a, like a, like a, the cast system where it's like, a, you know, there's like the, there's the king, which is you know you, I guess, in a fucking weird way. And then there's like a, king a bunch of sat- there's all these satellite groups with like the the lords of the world that are like you know like they have to be self sustaining to please you know not that you're actually the king, but you know what I'm saying. Like you're setting up these like little satellite franchises that, that can all take care of themselves and run efficiently on their own, uh, each sharing their resources to ultimately create a bigger and better kingdom, which is the MDF. Uh, I can yeah, I can that- hear the people screaming. Now that you said that I'm the king, I can hear the. You're not. I just said you're not the king. I know. I king always I'm say hail bones. Oh, speaking of, uh, can we talk about that upcoming event? Is about the king? Is that announced yet, or should I keep the keep my mouth shut? When is this? I keep my mouth shut. The third January. I think. Uh, 
Okay, here's a question. And you'll Everybody, you should listen to the upcoming release of the Doom is Dead podcast. Listen to it. There will be a King announcement in it, okay. as far as I know. If I record my podcast on the 3rd, can you get it released by the 6th? No. Yeah. Yes, I can. No. If you're, if no. You're, then could you save this? No. My fans, my fans are awaiting this release. They have been waiting you for too long. Infuriating. Uh, can you can you release this on the sixth too? Because uh, that will uh, depend. No. If you can, no. then we're, we're just I already gonna, advertised. Then, then, I already advertised your well, let, Doom, Doom is dead. If you, if you hear this on the third, on the sixth, the new uh, Doom is dead will announce the event that I was just going to say. It's it's a Moving very on. it's a big event. Um, it's. Cut it out! Just it's cut it out. It's going to be an event with uh, with the prize pool, so that's all I'll say. It's going to be epic, and the graphics are great. You're going to like that too. Graphics are great. Let's see. And it's going to be on Zandronum, which is also great. I drew it myself. Uh, six figures. Okay. Oh, did of... you use Microsoft Paint? Go ahead. Speaking of three <laughs> D paint, yeah, three D paint, um, yeah. Oh, well, awesome. Just a round of applause for Bones. They look nice. I've seen them. You're going to have a hell of a job editing this one out. No, it'll be fine. Moving on. What else? What else? What else? Oh, yeah, the weekly sessions. So we've also seen like the USQC and the MDF both like really step up their game with like the weekly events that they've been going on uh, Doom-wise. And not just, not just weekly, but like regular, however, you know, they line up with the schedule. But uh, Flambo, I did want to give you the opportunity to kind of like go on that tangent for a bit too. Oh, yeah. If I look back, then I also see the friendship and synergy and the connection that we got with the USQC run by our best Teletubby nationwide moves. And uh, they had already the Friday Night Survival and Wednesday Night Deathmatch that they were doing on Zendronum uh, every week with uh, all the other Quake uh, board games events throughout the entire week. And uh, one moment, Moose came to me asking if I could help him set up service for Z Damon because he wanted to try it out there because he actually enjoyed our regular Thursday Night Survival a lot. And in the end, we now have two weeks a month the USQC do the uh, survival and deathmatch events on Z Damon, and the other two weeks they do it on Zendronum. Mm-hmm. At least we have now Thursday night survival and Friday night survival, which are absolutely awesome to join. And of course, the Wednesday night deathmatch is, um, yeah, it's the same as Fiber, but it's it's just fun to to see that a lot of people that come from a new, or they come actually they they. Um, restate this. Um, it's actually great to see new people coming in through this type of connection. You mean you mean the people from the Quake community, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of, a lot of yeah. It's cool. Uh, me included. Yeah, yeah and but that also came a guy, a mother load, but we will tend to that later. Not not really important, but I do. I have over the course of this year, like really developed a great appreciation for Doom that did not previously exist. I will say that, uh, obviously, or I wouldn't be doing like Doom specific podcasts. I think 
objectively speaking, I think it, there's been more Doom content on in the keep this than I could have ever imagined would have been at the beginning of uh, the show. So that speaks for itself. But then there's also like you know, Z Damon has the like flagged events. We've got uh, like there's so there's so many different things flags. going on. Yeah. yeah, we have that. We have uh, what what is it you guys are doing MDF right now? I forget the schedule. It's too much for me to keep up with like everybody's different schedules. Uh, well, I mean, we're not specifically doing anything right this second. Uh, we took over an event that was huge on Zen Skulltag and Zendron for many years. Um, but it kind of dwindled down called F and F, which was at the time Friday night frag fest. We renamed it. Um, hasn't really taken off yet. So we're kind of trying to retool that, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. I think the market for weekly events is pretty much filled right now. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is like, how, like I can't keep up with it at the beginning of this year is like, I can't find anybody to play with. And then now it's like there's so many events that I'm constantly being bombarded with that I have no idea which ones to do or you know even how to be there for all of them, uh, which is a crux in itself. That's my goal for 2020 is to try to prioritize and cover more events on stream and like be there for that kind of stuff because it's between my life schedule and uh, picking and choosing it becomes really confusing. Sometimes it, the the choice ends up being like fuck it, I'm not doing any of it. I'm just going to sleep today. <laughs> yeah, that's my, yeah, my you, goal is to never show up for any of them. Yeah, just so that way I do show up and they do treat me like a king. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you haven't managed to do that with Tuesday Night Flex so far, even when we did rent your pick. <clears throat> yes, I know. So you are very yeah. good at that, and I appreciate you. Christmas for Eve was probably not the greatest day to run. Uh, no, no. So that's, that's something that we take with us in the next year. And we will just make the same mistake again. And I finished floor number one. For those not following, Flambeau is building a train set out of Legos while recording this podcast. Yes. I'm watching him do it. I'm not sure that I'm following. I don't want to. So what other no, what but- other things have happened in Doom? Like uh I wanted to talk about a few different uh, mods and maps and things like that that we've seen develop and grow and really come to appreciate over the course of 2019. The CAC Awards have been announced. I think the last podcast I mentioned them on, they had not yet been announced. And then they were released like the day I released that podcast. So it was kind of embarrassing. But hey, whatever. Not saying we care one way or the other about them, but that is the... Uh, probably number one source for people coming into Doom. Like, what should I play? What should I like learn and try and everything? Uh, that is their resource. That's what gets recommended online. That's what you know. Icarus Lives is telling people to go to. So, with that said, Eternity won, and I'm very proud of that because that was a big, fucking awesome map release. Dragonfly deserves a millions of yes. pats on the butt. Uh, that was what we chose for our charity tournament. That's, I mean, it was just fucking fantastic. I'm still playing through it. I'm playing through it with Russian Overkill now, just so I can blaze at it. It's great. What yeah, did you, uh, was totally what you guys enjoy? What about the multiplayer stuff? I know there's been some really cool multiplayer map releases too. Uh, well, the multiplayer one, well, there were two of them, but one of them was the 32 and 24. That was three-way CTF. Awesome. Exciting. Uh, I've never seen a project so organized. I mean, I've never really been that involved in mapping projects, but 
I mean, the 32 and 24 team is kind of like a machine. And this time around, um, Shaikatan had an Excel spreadsheet that he kind of, uh, he, well, he gave it to everyone and he had jobs for everyone to complete with deadlines and stuff. It was, all, it was like a regular project at, you know, a job. And it just, it worked so seamlessly. Um, the maps came out amazing. Yeah. And I got my name mentioned and that's important to me. Uh, so yeah, no, that was a really good one. I'm drawing a blank on what the other one. This is the Yeds. Is that, is that what yes. the Yeds? Yeah. Okay. The, the other one was Neon DM. Neon you DM. guys Which spent a lot Neon of time DM. talking about that on uh, Doom is Dead. Yeah. Neon DM is, I think, the most beautiful looking wad that's ever been released. I mean, those yeah. colors are fucking amazing. And the maps are great. I know. Really fun, innovative stuff. By another good mapping team. So that's something that I've always like. I'm always driving myself insane with is like the the sheer amount of content that's constantly being published for Doom. I feel like uh, competitive wise, I I can't follow the canon of like, okay, what are the fucking competitive maps? You know, like, and it's so intimidating for a new player to get into uh, if they want to play. If you want to be a, a dual master or a deathmatch master, like, what do you start with? Like, and what do, what do you need to memorize? And what games? What maps are you going to be playing in a competition if you decide like today I'm going to join my first Doom competition? Uh, you might join one that's like, hey, we're just playing Neon DM tonight, or you might join one that's like, we're playing fucking Judas and like just old school shit, uh, Dwango maps, like whatever. I, it is such an intimidating amount of information that comes at a new player, and this is something that I bothered uh, Devastation about a lot too. Um, I think you should still start out playing stuff like Dwango because it's yeah, it's the simplistic uh, style of basics. Really- yeah, it's the basics. You know, you learn. That's what made it great, also. Yeah, I mean, if somebody like jumped into Doom and they played like Neon DM, I mean, I, I'm not sure how how they would feel about it. You know, it's totally not like what any of us probably started playing. So yeah. Uh, well, first I would have to enable the jump button because it's not set by default. What it is, I don't know. But and mouse look, which I and mouse look. But Neon DM, by the way, it's awesome. And as you said, the colors and just color palette that was created for it it's it's amazing i've f- spent a few weeks trying to put the resources to uh see damon and odamax and even in the old renderer they look great i must say by the way so thank you decay for giving me the resource back yeah domains if you want to talk you can you you are enabled Oh yeah, we we should uh, since we're talking about maps and mods and shit. We were just playing. Um, what was it we were playing the other day? I think I, I was I was playing Eternity on GZ Doom and with uh, we were doing rocket jumping the other day. Oh, we were doing that too. Well, let's talk about that first, and then we'll get on to the the next part of that conversation. So Domains is a world class rocket jumper. People don't know this about him. Um, <laughs> Top notch, number one rocket jumper in all of the entire Doom community. Number one AF Domains. No, not to lie. But... No, but you you do have a history there, and uh, I played it with you for the first time. What was uh, the context? I think it was just a matter of joining a server. You wanted... <laughs> well, that was, ba- that was basically it. Well, what, what else am I supposed to say? You wanted to uh, join a server. You had perhaps uh, suggested a type of a cooperative game, so rocket jumping came out of that. So I ended up going into one of the um, uh, rocket, uh, the R jump Q uh, servers, and uh, trying it out. When did you start? Ro- when did that become a thing? 
How long has that been around? That has been around for a very, very, very long time. Okay, and then when did you? Uh, it doesn't matter. It, fuck yeah, rocket jumping's fun. <laughs> Done. Next topic. No, but the rocket jumper's fun. We showed it to you, and even I played it just a little bit. It was just one of the most yeah, enjoyable evenings that I had because we were just there with you, Moose, and a few others, and mm-hmm. domains, and we were just having so much fun failing at making the jump and then actually cheering for everybody if they made the jump. And we had domains and Ubergoi to actually show how to. Yeah. Well, to any, any strictly like Quake or non Doom people that happen to be muscling through this conversation for some reason, rocket jumping in Doom is, I, I can't, it's a, a, ver- a form of like a defrag type situation, like what you would play in, you know, Quake Live or something or War for it's like defrag, but it's a little bit slower, and obviously it's doom mechanics. So, like, you shoot a rocket, and there's like a bajillion second delay before it actually fires, and you you have to time everything differently. It's really fucking difficult. It's probably the most. In- I'd say it's watching the difference between like us playing, like me and Moose trying to do something, and then like even a step up. There's domains, and then uh, who was it? Who was that guy that joined with us? That was like a pro. Destin. 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 Like just the the sheer skill gap difference. Like I don't even, I don't understand how anyone could put in the time to such a a niche small thing that apparently not a lot of people even do and just become a fucking world champion at it. That's something we see way too much, or I shouldn't say too much, but it's like a, a near savant level mastery of things that no one knows exists uh, all the time. It's fucking amazing. It's a forgotten skill. Uh, uh skill. Well, the rocket jump servers were definitely populated quite a bit more about 12, 13 odd years ago. Rocket Jump Q, uh, the final iteration of that specific series, was quite popular at the time. Uh, One player that used to practice on it and properly excel on it over time was uh, Doom 2 Pro. Unfortunately, uh, his demos appear to be lost to time. I haven't found them yet. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we should make a make a point, like put a pin in it. Sometime in 2020, you dig more into the history of rocket jumping and just talk. Uber Hawaii would be a great guest for that too, since he's so into it. But um, what else? By the way, know? Bones, it was this, was it? It was early in this year that we tried to come up with ideas if we could do a rocket jump tournament. Do you remember? Yeah, we should do why some kind we, of a rocket jump. Why did we halt it? It was more about the how do you give the newer, the newbies a chance? Wasn't it that the problem? or? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember specifically. I don't know if we decided to do the push tournament instead because mm-hmm. you can utilize rocket jumping in that. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I think I, I knew that do do really wanted to give it a try, and yeah, I don't know if there are enough people. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, and I don't know how that tournament will go because I can't rocket jump. So someone else would have to come up. Uh, Let's you and me. We go in the B division as a team. 
Let's do team rocket jumping. Is there a team, one team tries rocket to, jumping? Team rocket rocket jumping. Once try to. No, it's only for the for the for You're the. You're not allowed to jump on your own rocket. No, it's o- it's only for the lower division. It's team rocket jumping. One player tries to make the jump. The other one laughs at it. That's the team. <laughs> okay. As, as far as any sort of a rocket jumping tournament goes, there was something like that attempted back in 2006. This was part of the um. ZD Olympics. At the oh, time, there was a, yeah. a rocket jumping and also the uh, shooting range. An earlier iteration of the ACS was used. The award at the time for that was by EXL, mm-hmm. who also hasn't been around on ZDMON anyway for quite a while. Yeah, he's a really... He's still a prolific mapper. He has a lot of good maps and a lot of wads that he's contributed to. But yeah, he... Uh... Another one of our lost comrades, whatever word you want to use. Speaking yes. of, did we bring out the Odemex, the player test with like a hundred bajillion people in it? How did that go? I didn't follow. I did watch it. It was fun. It was mostly fun. It was it, people really liked it, and yeah. I also think it was great to see that a lot of people came to that uh, stress test event. Yeah, it's good to see. Good to see that there are still uh, players out there that still enjoy this game. That's awesome. What was interesting to me about the the fact that it even got brought up is like, on one hand, it's really cool to see them like you know stress test it and see how far they can push it and everything. On the other hand, I, I can't imagine any reason ever why I would need that many people in a server unless you had like some kind of battlefield sized map to play on, which I'm not sure how possible that is. I'm but I suppose on January sixth. Okay, well, we'll find out on January 6th, folks. Tune in, Doom is Dead podcast, Human Bones. Well, the best Am I allowed to keep going? Still so far, I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of people in the server before, so I don't think if it, it hit the 100, but it's fucking amazing. It was just a few weeks ago. We had, yeah, it was I think, over 100. Over, they yeah, but it was a few weeks ago with TNS. That we had over 35 people in the server, wow. which is also always awesome. Yeah, with with, the Thursday Night Survival, right, I've said this a bajillion times, it's like almost not even fun to play as a newbie with like, you know, 35 or more people in a server, or even 8 really, when people just start blazing through the map, and by the time you even catch up to everybody on your team, like, (laughs) all the monsters are dead, and you just like, alright, well, then as soon as you find the group, it's like, oh, well, they just finished the map, and then you just do that a hundred dozen times. It is a very fun event to just chill and like get drunk and stream and have fun. Absolutely, like, absolutely. And and, they, and ask, ask Domains, the best is when popcorn is enabled. Oh, yes. That's always a lot of fun. Especially when you want to avoid getting killed by the bombers. What is that? Popcorn? What? Uh, uh, with uh, okay. with popcorn mode, when that is enabled, when you kill a monster, it will uh, spawn several um, suicide bombers. And if you are oh. very unlucky, uh, they may pop out right in front of you and kill you immediately. It's it's literally the serious Sam super like suicide bombers that come out like ah like as they run at you. It's... Oh yes, Actually, and um, and you want to really ensure cool. that when you kill them. It's uh, done at some distance, otherwise they may they may kill you uh, from the uh, splash effect as well. Because <laughs> yeah. if it were hard enough to play survival, yeah, it's a perfect it's the um, perfect uh, game um, 
to play at about three or four in the morning, I find. It's, to be fair, once we get to that part of the survival portion, like we, once we get to the popcorn mode, it's it's already, we've sorted out the men from the boys. So I'm I'm done by that point. I've, I'm long, I have not survived. I'm probably shit-faced. And Flambeau's probably right there with me. And we're just like, not even playing, we're just spectating and laughing at other people who are much better than us. Uh, absolutely true, but mostly I will be the one that is just already asleep. That's but also when, possible. Yes, but when popcorn is enabled, oh my god, I'm having so much fun then. Yeah, really, I really enjoy. But I really enjoy all the rotations that we do on Thursday Night Survival. It's what's, I don't know, it's making it special. It's making a survival event, a weekly survival session. Just yeah, it makes it. it, it in my opinion, TNS is is unique in its kind, and that's why it's interesting. The Demon Sessions is still going. Like, it's an event that runs all different kinds of game modes, but so far, there's a weekly event for almost every game mode itself. Yeah. So, but I mean, what? It's been almost 13 years. Whoever started said yes. Whoever did start said Demon Sessions. I did. Uh, Not just me, but Cybershark. Probably did a lot more work than I did. Uh but it's gone through a couple different teams of people. And I'll mention mm-hmm. Cybershark again because he did a lot more work than I did. And, um, also the cupboard. But yeah, that's a pretty cool thing to see that still going. I mean, they're over, are they over 600 now? I think they're over 600. Yes, now. yes. It was a few months ago that we reached session 600. So mm-hmm. we are over 600. Cool. Right. Session 643 at the moment. See, that's why I brought domains. He has the numbers. No, I just went on the forum tab. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of what uh, Ubergawai's final uh, Z Demon session was. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've had so much fun playing through that. Like, I, I, even afterwards, like Space and I went back and played through it. Uh, Crowless Castle is probably my le- both my favorite and least favorite map from that one. But, <laughs> You don't. You have to play it with a, a larger number of players than two. Yeah, of course. But at both times that's that I played so, it, I was like, "This is awesome that we get to take a break from slaying monsters to pick up presents." And then when I did it with two people, I'm like, "All right, this present thing is getting really fucking old," because it's like mm-hmm. thirty some odd presents around the map that you have to like locate, and some of them were tucked away in some really interesting places. Some of them were on rooftops of buildings that I didn't know I could get on top of. But for people not following, Ubergawai makes like has been working on a Christmas, you know, map pack every Z Demon session for the, you know on Christmas for what how how long since what twenty thirteen twenty twelve or eleven I think something yeah think, some think, I'm thinking but and then we we played through his latest map on uh, Maps of Madness and then we went back uh, on Christmas and actually played through the whole thing for that Z Demon session. And it was fucking fantastic. I had the best time. Though. That was so much fun. I put on my Christmas sweater for it. Uh, what were like? What are like the highlights of his career at this point? Since we're like giving him an homage, sort of. Oh yeah. Impromptu. But like that. That's definitely one of them. I've never. I didn't even get to be around for the Halloween and Easter packs and everything. Obviously, those. Oh, Halloween was so much fun with yeah. Slenderman. The the legacies of those will live on, and we'll still have the access to that and everything. But yeah, super fucking props to Uber Like that's one of the things. Twenty nineteen, uh, 
Uberwa is done. He's moving on to bigger and better things. By the way, Spaced, if you are listening, I'm very sorry that you just happened to get the random map music uh, 604. Oh, I'm that sorry. was also off. That was like a earache. What was it? A hearing test. It's literally like a song that sounds like a hearing test. It was yes. Ave Maria being sung by me while I was stucking my head through a man uh, cover from a tank from a compressor singing Ave Maria very drunk. Why you would you talk that... about how you want to attend more of these things? Um, yeah. I hear Lambo singing. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I know, right? Like they just stop doing that. That's, but the air rape fi- the air rape thing was more that it was accompanied by a flute being um, badly made played. Like yeah, but very badly played. Thanks, Krawa, for the edit. Yeah, that was wonderful. Sorry, I was going to ask if you had deconstructed uh, QuakeCon yet on any of these podcasts. Deconstructed it. You know, just talked about what happened on all the things. Yeah, really that was also it. something oh, awesome. That's that all happened. I talked about Quake, for like um, two months. Yeah. Go ahead. It also brought friendship by Katala. Yeah, QuakeCon 2019 was huge uh, for yeah. us anyway. Like between my exploits with like State of Quake, what that did for that part of what we're going on, the podcast that I got done, uh, just meeting all of my friends, meeting you, uh, getting absolutely sloshed. Um, you know, well, shit, man, we met everybody. I, I really wish that the, uh, the idea that I had for the CAC awards had come to fruition, but it did not. And that's okay. But the, just the sheer amount of networking that we got done there was insane. Oh yeah. You had, uh, so he, he made these posters or not put flyers for his yeah. podcast. And so he was just walking around, putting them on all everyone's computers. So I took a stack of them and I was leaving them like in the bathroom on the urinals and I was leaving them like on the trash containers and anywhere that I could think of, I was leaving these things. I'm hoping that all of the viewers that have joined are all because of me. That was but it's a smart marketing technique, right? That the us passing out the posters at QuakeCon was directly in line with the next episode being released was Talking Doom with Flambeau number one. Which at the oh, time yeah, that was, one was awful. Oh, it was like immediately like one of the most popular episodes we'd ever published. I, I don't know if that's because it was Flambo or if it was because it was like that one and uh, uh, no, no, I, 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 I found the, I found the reason. My daughter had actually started that thing on YouTube and did put it on loop, and it did run for three weeks on loop. So that's why the view count is so high. Is that true? That's not true. I, I wish it were. Right? Yeah. No, I think it's because of like people just ch- like, oh, I had this flyer. Maybe I'll check that out. And then they listen to like, oh, one episode and then they never touch the show again because it was yeah, that one. Or people who they had a flyer. They're like, what's this? And they threw it away. And I walked by and yeah. I said, I left a flyer here before. I'm going to put another one. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> just <laughs> Like four straight days of people are just like, I don't want this flyer. I would like walk by like, hey, did you get- here's a flyer. And they're like, I already have like six of them. Good, we'll have another one. Give them to your friends. Well, well I've been told that Do really had a, had a gift of, of flyering, giving people flyers out. According oh, to Motherload, he was one of the best to... The two of them were the, the best flyer-giver-outers of all time. Yes. They should get an award. I've been saying that for years. I'm still waiting for yeah. some kind of an award. I don't think you're going to... Yes, I will award. give you one in the form of a Megasphere. So... That's actually something I wanted to bring up with the 
like the the way the awards work, right? So we have like you know creator awards and and you know musician awards and awards for different types of game modes, but there's no like so for instance, uh, Church of Quake, right? They just started doing like a community awards where it's like the the top streamer, the top like tournament organizer, you know, just website journalists, uh, podcast, anything like that. Exposure awards for the Quake community. Like, there's nothing really like that in Doom, where they they don't reward you for uh, putting work into the community other than making uh, playable content, from what I can tell. Well, you mean the Doom world doesn't have that? But we can. Well, that that again, we should is what I'm saying. That we should have our own. Always focused on single player, and it was really. Uh, do kind of got involved in all these different projects, got to know certain people, and he said, well, why aren't we recognizing certain multiplayer wads? Um, and so that's, I mean, that was the beginning. I think it's it's a slow-moving thing, you know, like maybe in another 25 years they'll start giving out awards for people. <laughs> but, you know, at the start, I mean, some of these wads man, are really good. I mean, sure, I think there are, I think there are community members who've done a lot more than uh, they are given recognition for. Mm-hmm. And they should be rewarded. But you can only realistically give one SB award out a year. So, I mean, they could do that till the end of time and not be able to recognize everyone. So, I will, yeah. I will, I will award you by giving you... I will, I will fill in your Doom Wiki page and we will see if it gets approved. Why? Look happy. I don't know. This, it just comes up as an idea. Okay. I guess I'm just not following. See, I never, what I never understood the Doom Wiki. Do you create your own pages? Or does no, it's I, it's no, 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 no. It's uh, in the policy. If you do create your own page, you better, uh, sh- you should be ready or to answer some questions about it. It's better to have somebody else make it for you because if you they their policy is that if you deserve one or should have one. Then it's the community that will make it for you. Well, I'm sorry, but I see a lot of people on there that don't necessarily deserve a page over some people that don't have a page. And how would they know? How would how would you know, or how would I know your? You know my history, etc. So wouldn't you create your own page? I think it's no, but it's about it's not no, it's it's about the making of one, and it doesn't have to be complete, and people can fill it in. It's a community thing. We are talking about community, and a wiki is a community thing. So if you create mine, I will create domains. He can create model loads, and he will make yours. Everybody happy? We could do that. That's that seems fair, but I don't. I don't know. It, it, it does seem really fucking weird. The idea you have been you have been a, um, a forum moderator for years, and it's one of the things requirements to uh, to have your own page. Some requirements you have to have, and one of them is that you had to be a, for instance, a known moderator, a forum moderator. No, you were. So I will make it. That is your award for all your hard work. Bones. Does it does it does it uh, specify that you had to be a good moderator? Um, <laughs> Uh, no. Oh, by the way, you're the you are the admin of the forums of the multiplayer Doom Federation. That's another one. Those don't exist anymore. Oh no, really? Anyway, yeah, I I just always found that weird because I it seems like people write their own. That's my only comment. 
Well, we I can guess... have a conversation about it and we can change it. But we could start by maybe making a multiplayer Doom Federation in cooperation with the In The Keep and the USQC and the Damon Award for people that put effort into communities and for their non-mapping skill. Uh, we, could, we could create our own appreciation award or something yeah All yeah i don't it's it's possible i i'm not saying like i necessarily want to take on the whole project but uh currently there's only one show in town as far as like we we just we, we have like one insular group who decides who gets you know to be recognized and i don't know if that's like just outside looking in i'm not trying to attack anyone or say i have like i have any sort of authority on the subject just that it is weird like there's even there's more than one movie uh award show and they both suck. You know, that kind of thing. Uh the MTV Music Awards and also the Grammys and also the blah 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 blah. There's there's so many different ways to recognize things. But I'm not saying we necessarily even need that. Just it is strange to me that there's only one entity. Well, Doom World is like separate from the rest of the community, really. And I think they yeah. do themselves that way. So they don't really take into account what happens outside of Doomworld, which I think is a mistake, but who am I? Oh, look, there was a runner-up wad called Entropy. Huh. What an interesting word to use to describe what we're talking about. No, I'm kidding. Sigil was a runner-up. Sigil did not win. I thought that was was strange. I mean, especially... I don't know. know. Hopefully no one's going to be waiting outside my door when I say this, but... I wasn't overly impressed by it. I thought it was all right. Um, so I totally see why Eternity. I keep my mouth shut. Listen, it just wasn't. It didn't blow my mind. That's all. So I think it deserved a mention because you know, it didn't blow me either. But you know, I, if someone has a Eternity, Eternity deserved it and it earned it. So that's great. We we agree on that. Which I we also helped to. Bug fix the the multiplayer or co-op things. We did a we did a beta testing on Tuesday Night Survival, and we had demo to K porting it to the demo especially for it, which was awesome. I guess my my point is, I feel like it was a legitimate give to Eternity because, like Sigil, based on name recognition alone, I thought that that would have been like a shoe in for winning, but Eternity was better. The thing is, Sigil's a weird project, right? Like, it's not just... It's not just a, oh, here's a new WAD map pack. It's First of all, it's got John Romero's name attached to it, because it's his. Okay, number one. Number two, it's like an... uh, It is a WAD. It's like a community WAD, but it's actually potentially going to be recognized as the fifth episode of Doom 1. Also, it is a Doom 1 modification. It's not for Doom 2, which is what most people are, you know, into playing everything. It is weird. It's a strange project, so it doesn't... It doesn't blow my mind that it wouldn't win. I didn't really. I never even thought it was in the contention to win. To be honest with you, until I saw that it was a runner-up. So why would that be uh, a winning thing here? However, um, yeah, Everternity is fucking perfect. It's wonderful. It, it could just be a stone standalone game. I would have played it, having never heard of Doom. But on the other hand, other hand, I must say, try to make a. A full episode, a multiplayer uh, within this community that has been around for so long, and not use any custom stuff outside of the original Doom, except for there's two blasphemous uh, right. right. wall textures now. But so the only thing that Romero added was 
two textures, but all was still uh, original. Try and do right. that. Right. That's an that's that's an achievement on okay, itself, by the way. Why? Why would you want to do that, though? I mean, why in 2019 would you want to do that? Well, if you're John, uh, Romero, don't ask me. I didn't do it. It wasn't I don't me. Know. So I'm, saying, just, it's a weird I'm not. Choice. I'm not John Romero. Otherwise, my logo would have his answer already. I'm not. I'm not interrogating you. I'm not yeah. questioning why. I just like. I'm wondering what the reasoning behind it would be. Because I don't necessarily want like. A, if you look at the things that won, like Eve Eternity, Neon DM, I mean, they're amazing to look at. You see a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. that gets released uh, on the wads and mods forum on Doom World, and you throw them up in GZ Doom, and it's like you're looking at. Fucking Red Dead Redemption 2. I mean, beautiful stuff, right? Why would you want to look at something like Sigil? I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I, I don't... I guess it's a, like a retro-modern thing. Like, hey, let's release something with original textures and it'll be hip and cool because it's not hip and cool or whatever. But I, just don't I think that... I think it's just like a, it's a matter of who made it, and like you know, Romero's not necessarily like following every single like, oh, I'm going to use the newest, latest technology, and he probably hasn't played a lot of the stuff that you know we we consider like state of the art Doom or whatever. Uh, for him, it was just like I want to do something, and then he did exactly what he wanted to do, and that's how it turned out. I'm glad. Maybe he just uh, had too much free like, time. He had too the, much free time, perhaps. quote unquote. You know, like original, outdated, however you want to call it, textures is that uh, most of the game is like pitch black darkness, and you don't even have to look at the textures. You just you're just looking at looking for the monster's eyes and trying to shoot them. Uh, it's another part of it. The sigil also ruined the the little eyeball candle fucking thing. I don't even know what it's called, but it ruined that for me because now every time I see one in a different wad, I want to shoot yes, it. Yes, you shoot it. You it. shoot it because it's... <laughs> oh, and those are bloody annoying to f- fix. Yeah. But we imagine. managed. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed everything I played this year. I haven't, I haven't been crazily disappointed by anything i've just 2019 overall uh as far as this professional life uh, or un unprofessional life of the keep and uh, mdf and c damon and ducks and uh everything that i've worked on this has been an overall ducks. pleasure and success i worked on with been around ducks is, explain what ducks is because it's uh, you explained it for the first time ever cogently like two days ago when you're talking to space Dux is uh, is a channel, um, an ISC channel in Zdaemon, where you can reach the administrator and the moderators of the Dux server cluster. That Are you providing one of my answers now? Conversely, Duck is the common okay, name in the waterfowl family, <laughs> uh, which also I will mute myself. swans and geese. No, uh, uh, Flambeau, you don't have to mute yourself, but uh, the way you presented that answer, it sounded like something that I'd say. However, that was most unexpected. Lately, lately I'm step-by-step turning into you. Oh dear, for everyone concerned, then. Yes. <sighs> Flambeau, so you, can finish, you can finish the answer. No, I was answering it. but Okay, well, let him answer it, and then we'll move on. Let's know. domains. Let domains answer it. He knows. Uh, okay. No, you actually, you know, you'd better finish answering it now, rather That's than no, uh, no, no. I'm I'm going to make the lift. Oh. So this is going to take some brain capacity. Mostly smaller than the swans and geese. <laughs> uh, they may be found in both freshwater and seawater. 
I mean, I can't answer that question, you know. So come on, come on, Flambeau. Put your put your lift down and continue. I will. I, I'll, I'll describe it um, as an quote unquote outsider, and from what I've heard from Flambeau, it's a uh-huh. really good group of friends of people that work together uh, on Z Damon. Perhaps some other things I don't know, um, but you know they've kind of been the driving force behind the development of Z Damon for the past couple of years. Somewhere in the ballpark, am I right? Great. So These are the two most unhelpful. It should have just been you and me, Bones. Like, it should always just be me. Yeah, I know. Flambo. As I said, it was. It started as the way to contact the Duck Server Cluster administrators. And what is um, it today, well, right now? Yeah, indeed, Bones. As you described it, it's. A, it turned out to become a group of friends that connected uh, on C Damon with each other and. Um, it really, for me, it now symbolizes uh, a big part of my social life online with my friends that I got to know through ducks, in ducks, and ducks is where everything happens. And we even, we, we it's just fun. It's where we connect. It's where we make jokes. It's where we have a bot that saves quotes and the bot name is penis. And you can have penis quacking or penis farting or penis can spank you. Hmm. So yeah, that's in a nutshell, uh, uh, ducks. All right. Well, we got to me. It's a lot. It's a lot. Okay. Put that lift down. Is there anything? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. On the agenda before we uh, move on. No one. Any mini money mo? Because Tiger buys too. What are we no, 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 no. I'm checking, I'm checking my notes. Oh, okay. You my notes. Have, you could have done that without playing with the lift. Ooh. This will be a fun edit. It's, I'll be able to see them when they're coming. It'll just be like long periods of uh, silence that I'll just... <laughs> I said it already. Yeah, yeah but... I, You're really going to prove yourself, uh, prove your worth. I've one. done way worse than this. Yes, he done way worse. I'm not. I'm. Uh, I have not been drinking during this recording. He has gone through worse. Now, but also what we skipped was where we actually connected with in the keep. Okay. Because you did talk about US. Oh, the Quake Khan, and we did talk about the USQC. But in the keep is now also a big major hub where people come together from all these different places. Yes, it is. It's maybe not as big as you want it to be. It's the same what Bones said about his MDF. It's it's the goal is not reached yet, but come on, there there is a solid foundation. And for me, it's really important that there is neutral respect, uh neutral, mutual, mutual respect. I'm not a native English speaker. I'm a dumbass. Mutual or neutered? Neutered. There's neutered respect. Mutual, not neutered. Yes, I'm muted. Uh, no, it's neutral and it's just fun. We meet all kinds of players, all kinds of people. So much new games came out this year. And it's. I also enjoy to watch how things go there. Take, for example, a guy like AWAP. AWAP is an 
guy that has been playing Doom for many years. He played in the IDL. Bones knows that, I think, with a WDL, AWAP. Idle and Whittle. Yes, yes indeed. So he has been that. around for long. Yes, so he has been around for a long time. But now, if you look at the Switch in the Keep and all the new connections that you can get there, he's been playing all the games that came out. He's been involved in everything. It's, and if you just hear him talk about it, he's enjoying it and he's having a great time and meeting a lot of new people. Awop may currently be the uh, sole master of Glitch Arena. Like he actually may be the only person who's like full, other than the hack who made it, like fully exploited the movement system in that game. He's got he's probably got more hours in Glitch Arena than any other person who's not a developer on the game. Uh-huh. So that, that's a beautiful thing about the keep that I'm very proud of is the fact that it's become a place where people who, you know, perhaps come from doom or like only played quake or only played quake live or whatever, uh, have branched out and met a lot of new friends about playing, uh, some of the newer or different games that we've provided a uh, space to talk about. And I'm, I'm very proud of that. Um, Indeed. the keep has also become the, the literal premier only place in town to play competitive war fork that I'm, uh, actually aware of i'm personally impressed by the uh, smoothness and the professional uh quality of the warfork events that we've managed to put on thus far um the first two being uh, like this the first one being pretty smooth the second one being the charity tournament one which was kind of like a eh, laissez-faire and then most recently the worldwide one where like we had so many different people step up to provide a server support for it and then you know they just kind of handed it over to Gelmosan, and then we mowed through that but uh as on the doom front i feel like i've failed i haven't done enough doom and i would like to uh make a priority to do that in 2020 with the why why would you say you failed because i have every reason and every connection uh, but i mean the people in this room i have every ability to cover doom as extensively as i want to and i just i feel like in the year 2019 i have not done my part that i would like to i haven't reached my personal goal of how much i want to support the doom community i've you know i've streamed some like uh thursday night survivals and stuff like that but i really want to be involved in some tournament like some actual competitive doom stuff or like do more content in, in regards to like what we did with uh, Uber Gawai, like just playing through his map pack, I want to do more of that. Map of Madness, yeah, yeah. I would, I would like to do more stuff like that, and not just really just the maps of Madness format, but like you know, to really provide like a, a scope of like oh, these are the best. I don't know, like things that we enjoyed in Doom over the past year, or something like that, or you know, whatever we can do to just get more eyeballs on what you guys are working on. If I can provide that, I would like to. Are you doing anything on New Year's Eve? Uh, I am probably going to get drunk, but I mean, other than that. Well, sure, me too. Uh, I'm planning to run an event. Um, it's a wad called Get Lost, which mm-hmm. maybe Domains and Flambeau are familiar with. Um, so it's no. uh, it's basically a wide open space, and the maps have these teleporters. Like It's basically, I think it's probably as big as a map can be made. Mind you, I don't map, so I don't know. Uh, and then at the end of it, they put this kind of invisible teleporter, and you go to the other side of the map. And so it seems like an endless map, right? It's just a wide, barren uh, landscape. And you're only really given a shotgun, chain chain gun, uh, maybe an SSG if you can come across it, but you just it's multiplayer, so you go and you try and kill people. 
but it's like, you know, it can be really dark. It can be kind of like a grassy type thing. But so anyway, I'm doing a kind of a new year's Eve thing that could be fun. Um, it's just fun well, to run around and try and kill people. I don't know what it's going to be called yet or where it's going to be. Okay. Uh, you could also well, play a match with your mind. That one is also funny. Yeah. Yes. That will have already happened by the time people hear this, but I, yeah, if I'm available, I'll try to check it out. Like I, I don't know, man. I might end up just being like my wife baby. Like, Let's go to a party. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's what we're doing. I don't know. I could be in Las Vegas for all I know on New Year's as of right now. But we'll see. Mm. Um, okay. Flambo, what else is on your list of things to talk about? Not uh uh, uh checking. Checking. I don't know. Processing. I think we've covered every just about everything that we set out to cover. Processing. Processing. Processing, yeah. Well, you'd still wanted to ask Domains if you... Uh, Processing delay. Use English. I don't, I don't feel like there's anything left on the uh, list from what I'm gathering. There was a few things you. because you had a few questions that you wanted to ask. Do you want, want to do like help. a lightning round with, with Domains before we get out of here as like a finish to finish it off? Yes. Like, uh, like stump the Trump, but with, with Domains? I did bring him along as my sidekick. Okay. Because he still doesn't want to be a guest, but we can torture him a little bit. Well, if it doesn't work out, I'll just cut it off the end of the podcast. So it'll be fine. All right. Three, two, one, lightning round, go. Domains, why uh, can't there be a multiplayer port for GZ Doom? Well, someone would have to develop it for a start, for one. If they want us to do that... And the architecture, if they wanted to go for the client-server architecture, for instance, they would have to split off into the two components. So one, you have the processing relay as a server, and also ensure that all the connecting clients can remain in sync. Mm -hmm. But then it's also a matter of ensuring that all of the actions are correctly processed, and also all of the uh, features, their entire feature set, can be adequately replicated in the client-server environment or as close to it, so they can uh, function in a similar manner to what you'd expect in single-player. In the end, it's about synchronization, and also how bandwidth-intensive much of it can be, and various aspects that I will easily admit are well and truly completely beyond me. Okay, in regards to the client-side parts of it where like you have to make sure every every little feature works like let's make a comparison to z damon in terms of like okay let's say uh we're in the christmas shop and i want to buy a scarf to wear on my uh player's neck mm-hmm. if i walk backwards i can see that the scarf is actually following me because the scarf is server side not client side and so it's actually like slightly delayed from my own movement yes okay is there no workaround for that in Zdaemon, or is it just like that? That's just a feature that had to be built in, uh, like figured out basically to try to make it work. Now, if like, it's if you buy it client side and only throw it client side, it would mean that only you could see your scarf. Oh, and all the other players cannot see it because how would their client know that you have a scarf on you? It ultimately depends on the netcode message that is sent and also the data contained within the player properties and so on. Okay, so 
Okay, GZDM would probably have a lot of issues similar to that in regards to how it would. Uh, it's, it's all about syn- it's all about synchronization in the end. When it comes to the current multiplayer mode they have or peer to peer, that is an entirely different ball game in itself. What that is is definitely outside of my field to say the least. But uh, with a peer to peer, it's a matter of a connected one, two, or up to four players. I don't know if there are any more. So you are uh, connected to each other as opposed to the client server. All the uh, clients are connected to that specific server. All of those actions are sourced out there and then broadcast as, need, as needed to either to all players or individual players. Could be ID. It's a matter of um, what's in the background or not. What needs to be sent. All right. Whether that was um, entirely coherent, um, I'll try to come up with a better answer. No, there's there's some processing that has to go on in my brain to kind of like put every word you said into context. But no, you're you're making it make sense a lot more than a lot of other people uh, could have done, in my opinion. I hope so. What are the security risks, and how can they be circumvented? like commonplace things that we have to deal with uh, people people don't take this into consideration i feel like we talked about this before where people will make a like gameplay request like i want z damon to be able to do this or i want you know to have a multiplayer port of a gz doom or why can't xandrona be caught up to it or what that kind of shit what are the actual security risks that people need to take into consideration before they make requests like that ultimately that depends on what they are requesting Mm, as an example, when it comes to any uh, scripting, if they want anything executed on the uh, client side, whatever it is, strictly limited to the scope of the game. You do not want anything that would have access to the file system, for instance, or anything that would modify your main in- initialization file. You want it all to be stored within the game itself, strictly limited to that. As soon as uh, it has any sort of uh, system access, then there's the question of, Will that be that one person that will try to exploit that aspect or not? And do you really yes. want to take that risk? There probably will be. Because unfortunately, although there are many that would want to use it for a good purpose, all it takes is one person to abuse that hand. Once that is out in the open, then there is a big problem. And as far as trying to fix or mitigate that, that can be a headache in itself. Sometimes you then need to cut off that specific avenue entirely. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all. That's all the lightning round questions I had. Bones, you have anything? Whatever happened to poignant, poignant? However you want to say his name. Pregnant. No. Uh, with a. Uh, with Poignant, uh, he, as far as I know, um, as far as I know, that uh, things uh, just uh, happened outside of uh, Zedem, so consequently he uh, uh, got busy there. Whether anything, people, yeah. not actually sure regarding uh, what may have happened internally, though uh, much of that is probably. Uh, understandably uh, private, but as far as I know, yes. there was. As far as I know, there wasn't anything. 
or if there was, then it's possible I could have missed it. This was way back in. See oh, that okay. too? Oh yeah, I think this was 2011 or 2012. I do know that I have uh, I have it buried in my logs somewhere, since I tend to have a I have a great archive on here of a past events, which could be a, a both a good and probably a very bad in many <laughs> cases there. So it's a matter of uh, whether one really wants to um, open uh, that uh, potential, potentially explosive box. But as far as I know, um, things happened externally and uh, uh, Zedemon either fell into the background or well, or, I, uh, I, I felt pressured to ask a question. Uh, also, I liked him. So next, that's my only question. I do. I do know that uh, I have seen him connect a couple of times over the years. One, I think, maybe as recently as two thousand and seventeen or two thousand eighteen, but he was also. It's also very good to have around also miss him in that regard. Yeah. Right. Well, if there are... After recording, by the way, uh, yes. If there are no further um, lightning round questions or anything, I can just go ahead and get right down to the final topic, which is uh, individually, I guess the first one would be the MDF. What are the goals? What are your New Year's resolutions for 2020? Uh, continue to find... I mean, we've got a pretty good set of things that we know how to run and we're good at running, but continuing to find new things to run, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a good, uh, a few things, like a good few things coming up that I think are going to be exciting. But just continuing to, continuing to expand and find new players. That's kind of my goal. Yes. Uh, well, Flambo and Domains, you guys can kind of answer in tandem. But for uh, Zedaman, what what are our what do we plan to accomplish? I guess in in the next year or so. Not what, getting myself kind of, banned. That's true. Releasing <laughs> releasing another update. Yes. Which would yeah, I guess like what the question is like, what would the update entail? Perhaps or can you give any insight into that? In this case, I will provide a bit of insight of one. Uh, it's uh, something that uh, you've also experienced uh, a while back when it came to uncapped. Was it mm-hmm. related to uh, uh, vsync or input lag that you had, or was it a uh, stuttering? It was a stuttering effect. It wasn't vsync or anything like that. All right. Whether this makes a difference or not, there have been uh, there are a couple of upcoming improvements. I'll mention it now, although it uh, more or less uh, negates any form of surprise. Um, one of them, there is now there will now be an internal vSync setting whereas you can either enable or it's rather it's enabled by default or you can disable that. Rather than it being constrained to uh, the maximum refresh rate of your monitor, it'll try to process everything at once. So anyone who has experienced any form of input lag, disable vSync and you it should hopefully be quite a bit better based on the internal tests that have been performed. And also the other one for people that have disabled vSync in their driver and have been unable to connect to the server. You won't experience that problem anymore. It has been accounted for. 
Yes. More okay. stability. Yeah, more stability is good, especially for me. Like that that's exactly like the kind of thing I'm interested in as a streamer, is I want uh, the best spectating abilities that I can. Uh, I think we talked about it recently. The there's no prospect of there being a Z Damon TV ability. Um when it comes to that, a feature request was missed about that uh, quite a few years ago now. And it was a few years ago, but uh, it's a matter of how that gets implemented. So okay. anytime soon, no. Okay. But a first step, or maybe an indirect step of that, was most likely the server-side demo feature that did make an appearance quite a few years ago. Because it's a matter of... Um, working out what the server sees and, ins- and ensuring that it is correctly transmitted or rather in this context recorded uh, in uh, that server-side demo for public consumption. All right. Well, that's all I've got. Everybody satisfied? Absolutely. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to hear more content like it, I highly recommend you check out the following shows. First of all, go check out Doom is Dead podcast hosted by Human Bones. You just heard him on the show. He's a great guy and a great podcast host. That show is also produced by The Keep, so I hope you uh, definitely go check that one out. It's in the same YouTube feed as this one, so get after it. There's also the Quakecast that is hosted by Dump Truck DS and RC, sometimes JCR, all about... The world of Quake, Quake mapping, everything. The most recent one that uh, just came out for Christmas was about the Finnish uh, Mapper's Jam. It's a really great listen, and I highly recommend you go check it out. And lastly, Quake Fans Radio. That's uh, QuakeFans.net's very own Smango every Saturday morning live on YouTube. And then you can you know hear it again later, however you want to, podcast, YouTube, whatever. It doesn't matter. Go show Smango some love. That said, if you want to support the show, this show, you can go to inthekeep.com and see the links to all of our donation and support methods, blah, blah, blah. And you can join the Keep from there, which is our Discord channel. I hope you do. I hope to see you around. Until next time, stay in the Keep.